goes, nothing. I said, tea, something like that? She goes, no, I just get up. You just get up. You just get up. What's wrong? What's happening? How do you do that? I've been drinking coffee since the fourth grade. I've been dunking coffee in bishkorts. That's how I got started in the fourth grade. My mother used to give me a cup of coffee with a bishkort, and I used to dip it. That's how this coffee trend started. All right? Now, here I am. However many years later, and I can't get, I can't stop. I'm done with that. I said, we have nothing in common in the morning. I'll see you in the afternoon. Having conference. At home conference. Oh, it's friend. Yeah. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. This is yours truly, Rob William. I hope you guys are doing well. And uh, remember, if you want to follow me on Twitter, X, whatever, uh, you can go to uh, look for me at Ralph William. If you want to follow the internet radio session, you can go to at WESN Radio. If you want to tune into this station, you can go to epicstrategiesnetwork.com, epicstrategiesnetwork.com, and hit that play button or hit the link and join our Patreon. Hit that Patreon and help support the station by donating a small little fee. And of course, you get some extra content. You'll get some merch. Remember, you have to put in your address so that you can automatically get sent out the merch. But you get a mug, you get some stickers. We're working on a hoodie and some other pieces of merch as well. You can also tune into the station by using your Alexa devices. You can say, Alexa, start WESN Live, and you can tune in. Or you can download our mobile app on your Google Play Store. Just search Epic Strategies Network on your Google Play Store, and you can tune in that way. Check out the mobile app, tune in, let us know, give us some feedback. You can request some songs on that app too. That's always fun. And, yeah, we greatly appreciate it. Now, since it is Friday and it's rainy as hell outside, at least for me, I don't know about your neck of the woods, I feel like a warm beverage is in order. My friends, if you have your coffee mugs, your travel mugs, your sippy cups, your doggy bowls, if you have a beer hat and you want to drink it like that, then go ahead and do and join me in this sip of cafecito. Oh, that hurt. <clears throat> that burned. Burned so good. I just let it go and it hit my lips. Very hot. Very hot. It's rainy there too, Abrina. Oh, man. <clears throat> that sucks. Also, I want to say thank you for those tuning in right now on the live. You can join us live on Podbean. Download that Podbean app. I know there's so many apps out there you can download, but hey, this is the one we chose. This is the one that I stuck with since 2016, and yeah, until they boot me out of this or until I create my own environment, this is where you can check us out, check me out live in the chat. Just search for the Ralph William Podcast, not only on all your podcasting platforms, but look for me on Podbeam. And when I go live, you can join in the chat and give us <clears throat> some beautiful feedback in real time. With that being said, man, what is going on, everybody? I hope everyone is doing all right. <clears throat> it is Friday. We tend to go a little easy on Friday, but I know it's still early. Still a little early, <clears throat> but I do want to say thank you to those that hopped in 
and checked out last night's little free Patreon episode that we did just for the patrons and for anybody that wants to tune in. We hope that you enjoyed it. It was a good little discussion on the Trump mugshot. We've also went into other topics as well, but it was a good conversation. So if you guys want to go check it out, it is live. And we recommend those that are not a part of it to join. We we appreciate it. <clears throat> and we want to say thank you to the new patrons out there that are supporting the station. We greatly appreciate it. And all that good stuff. Man. What's going on, dude? How are you? I hope you're doing all way. Doing all doing all, all way? <laughs> doing okay. Doing all right. <clears throat> okay. Just really quick, everybody knows about uh, the debates that happened, and I I tried watching it. It was pretty pretty bland. Of course, the one that stuck out that everybody was talking about is uh, this young cat named Ramaswamy. I hope I'm saying that he's a younger individual, pretty young, and he throws his hat in there. And I think that he has, he, he can, he resonated with me a little bit because at least that is his gimmick, right? Speaking of gimmick for you wrestling fans out there, we want to say uh, rest in peace to uh, a wrestling personality that passed away. He went by the name of Bray Wyatt. <clears throat> he was very talented. Of course, we also lost a legend, Terry Funk who was uh, talented as well. So we want to say uh, rest in peace, and the heart goes out to the uh, the family. And uh, we don't know what the cause was, <clears throat> but he was still young. Bray Wyatt was still young. I hope you're doing well, brother. I hope you found peace. So Ramaswamy seemed to be the standout in that whole debate. Of course, they did social media measures, found out that he was the most Googled in the at the debate. What's going on, Rockwell? <clears throat> of course, one of the things that stung out that stuck out with me with him is that at least his gimmick is he's uh he's very precise in what he says. He has stances that he believes in. And it people believe that he is one of those, I don't want to say flip-floppers, but he might have the same situation as me as when I grew up. I was uh, always questioning whatever the uh, the government did. Didn't really believe in it. Got in, uh, I don't know how you say it, but when I went to college, I, I, had, I took a lot of socialism courses. And I came out pretty much how everybody is coming out now in the United States. Hating the government, hating capitalism, believe that everybody should get everything. And you never know. Sometimes it's uh, it takes a, a while to get an idea on what things are really like. And I still don't know. But for the most part, that's that seems to be the case with Ramaswamy. 
And I'll be taking calls in a few minutes. I have to get through some things first. So here's this article that I have going through Ramaswamy's story that some people might not know. And there's a couple of things in there that might attract you or anybody to him. There are two people Ramaswamy credits with his early conservative bent, but both figures may reveal just as much about why he's so eager to speak to anyone who will listen, and how his attention-grabbing takes might come more from a desire to be contrarian rather than from deeply held beliefs. The first foundational figure is his father, V. Dhanapathy Ramaswamy, who emigrated from Kerala, India, to the U.S. after graduating from the National Institute of Technology, Calicut. Vivek's mother was a psychiatrist for older adults, and his father worked as an engineer at G in Ohio in the 1980s and 1990s, a period notorious for then-CEO Jack Welch's decision to downsize the company's workforce. His dad wanted to keep his job amidst rampant layoffs, so he enrolled in law school across the river at Northern Kentucky University to become a patent attorney in hopes of securing his position at the company. It worked. The teenager and me would take the other side of my dad, Ramaswamy says. He also turned me into a conservative in awakening the contrarian instincts of a teenager, somewhat unexpectedly. He also credits Welch with turning him into a conservative, Jack Welch. Though many chains down the G corporate hierarchy dealt hardship to my family and to my dad, he says, but my dad's choice was not to be victimized by it. The second person in his political origin story is his Reagan-loving piano teacher. When Hillary or Bill Clinton made news and Ramaswamy hadn't practiced, he would attempt to distract his piano teacher by bringing up the controversy of the day. Don't think I don't see through your trick, he recalls her telling him, I know what you're doing. Eventually, she gave him a Reagan biography, he read it, and it clearly left a mark. A few months back, 20 years later, I'm playing her favorite piece at a house party in New Hampshire after giving a speech about how we'll revive Reagan's spirit. I wish she were here. Decades later, you sometimes sense that Ramaswamy is still back in the car with his father, taking the contrarian position, or that he's tweaking voters or a left-wing host just to distract them, as he did his piano teacher for a go everywhere. Media blitz strategy to work. A candidate can't just show up and talk. He or she has to say provocative or extreme things too. Otherwise, the interviews dry up and the bookers stop calling. Buttigieg pulled that off by discussing packing the Supreme Court and likening James Joyce's work to stormwater drainage. Ramaswamy certainly says things that are provocative. He wants to raise the voting age to 25, for example. He calls affirmative action the single biggest form of institutionalized racism in America today. He thinks parts of Ukraine should go to Vladimir Putin. He also directly verges into conspiratorial territory. In my interviews, he said it is ludicrous to say that the government and the 9-11th Commission told the whole truth about the events leading up to the fall of the towers. He frequently talks about the idea of the noble lie, a concept that the government isn't being fully honest with the American public in order to ensure the nation's greater good. Now, <clears throat> who wouldn't like somebody to come out and say, the government be lying sometimes, and we should have total transparency? Who wouldn't want to get behind that? A lot of people think that just because he's young, that he won't get things done. But... It hasn't been working that for the older folks. There's been a lot of slowdown in getting things done. They're very quick to lock people down. <laughs> they got really quick in trying to get jabs in arms. 
but they were quick at that one time giving out money to to folks those stimulus packages and all stimulus checks but who knows who knows exactly uh where this ramaswamy's head is at but i tell you one thing that guy that month is not real sorry i wish i had that sound clip but it would have been perfect it would have been perfect for this time good morning fair use let me see if i can find it's time this uh one clip that i found of rama swami that might give you an idea on where his head is at man they might have took it down that's a shame that is a shame as a white man it's natural why <laughs> okay here's something to to break up the monotony this is what sent by this is what sent by a listener and <laughs> and I'm going to play it right now hanging out with your more cultured friend as a white man it's natural while hanging out with your more cultured friends to change your entire personality including your tone of voice to seem less white today it's time to feel more comfortable in your skin with Caucasia Daily Despite verbal backlash from my doctor, I have taken 5,000 milligrams of Caucasia daily in one sitting. Let me tell you, the stuff works. One minute, I'm rolling dice with the homies. Next minute, I'm filing my taxes. I wake up the next day, I have an LLC and an Amazon Prime subscription. Not to mention a Starbucks do-it-your-way coffee starter kit package. Packed full of vitamin A, one dose of Caucasia daily will take you from pickup basketball with the bros to a neat round of golf with the fellas. If you or a loved one has ever referred to their friends as G, Blood, or Playa, Caucasia Daily may be for you. Before taking Caucasia Daily, be sure to consult with your doctor. If you find yourself not wanting to consult with your doctor, take Caucasia Daily. You'll immediately want to consult with your doctor. As a white man, it's natural while hanging out with your more <laughs> cultured friends to change your entire personality. <laughs> that I'd be rolling. Thank you very much for sending that over. That was a great little moment. All right. Sorry, I'm just trying to <laughs> trying to break up the monotony. What's going on, TQ? How are you, sir? <sighs> All right. So I came across, I hope I got the right article here. I came across this this article the other day, which uh, might might help a lot of people in the future. I don't know. Apparently, they were able to if I can say, if I remember correctly, say this correctly, map the Y gene, that Y gene in, in the human genome, I think that pesky Y gene that likes to throw everybody for a loop sometimes, but apparently it's going to be groundbreaking for uh, future, future studies on the human body. Suicide rate. Nope, that's not it. Bedford, Westchester County. An investigation is underway after a seven-year-old... Oh, sorry. I'm looking for the right one. Last year. Scientists... There you go. I hope this is the right one. Last year. Scientists unveiled the most complete gapless sequence of the human genome ever produced, but it was missing one small piece, the Y chromosome. Now, the smallest member of the human chromosome family has been fully sequenced, completing a puzzle that's taken three decades to solve. The result is an all-encompassing human reference genome, one that could now contain secrets about male fertility. 
Now that we have this 100% complete sequence of the Y chromosome, we can identify and explore numerous genetic variations that could be impacting human traits and disease in a way that we weren't able to do before, says Dylan Taylor, a geneticist at Johns Hopkins University and one of the study authors. The Y chromosome contains lots of repetitive sequences, including a few long palindromes that have made it largely unreadable until now. Led by genomicist Aring Rai from the U.S. National Human Genome Research Institute, the aptly named Telomer to Telomer Consortium used advanced sequencing techniques and newly developed bioinformatic algorithms to stitch long stretches of DNA together, finally mapping the Y chromosome in full. We knew we had an incomplete picture up until now, says John Hopkins University computational biologist Rajiv McCoy in what could be considered a slight understatement. Even the previous draft of the Y chromosome was missing more than half of its bases. Those gaps, many of which span genes relating to sperm production, led to all sorts of incorrect assumptions being made in other studies. Some previously unknown human Y sequences were, for example, mistakenly thought to be traces of bacterial DNA contaminating samples. We can now see the entire genome from end to end for the first time, McCoy says. The team filled in more than 30 million letters in the DNA sequence to assemble the Y chromosome in its entirety, all 62,460,029 base pairs. They also corrected multiple errors in previously sequenced sections and discovered 41 new protein coding genes. The biggest surprise was how organized the repeats are, says Adam Philippi, a computer scientist at the U.S. National Human Genome Research Institute. Nearly half of the chromosome is made of alternating blocks of two specific repeating sequences known as satellite DNA. It makes a beautiful, quilt-like pattern, in a second study led by University of Washington geneticist Pil Hallas, researchers went one step further, using the reference sequence to assemble human Y chromosomes from 43 male individuals, half of whom represented African lineages. Together, the assemblies spanned 183,000 years of human evolution and revealed some surprising variations in the Y chromosome. For one, the Y chromosomes were vastly different sizes, ranging from 45.2 million to 84.9 million base pairs in length. There were also striking structural differences. The precise sequences of genes were conserved, but sometimes larger sections of DNA were flipped, oriented in the opposite direction along the Y chromosome. When you find variation that you haven't seen before, the hope is always that those genomic variants will be important for understanding human health, says Philippi. Recently, genes on the Y chromosome have been implicated in aggressive forms of common cancers in men, while Y chromosome loss has been found to drive the growth of bladder cancers. But we don't know what else we've overlooked. A new era of personalized medicine beckons if sequencing technologies keep advancing, allowing whole genomes, not just select sections, to be sequenced cheaply. But genome sequencing could exacerbate healthcare disparities if historical injustices and the lack of diversity in research studies aren't resolved. Ultimately, as the complete, accurate, and gapless assembly of diploid human genomes becomes routine, we expect that reference genomes will become known simply as genomes, the researchers conclude. So, I, I guess my understanding is there will be no more separation. It's going to be, I don't know, probably being able to make a lot of human things easier. I don't know. It was rough trying to get that article out. Sorry, but it sounds pretty groundbreaking. Sounds pretty groundbreaking, man. I don't know. And seeing, uh, <clears throat> and I'm just going by the chat here, seeing uh, a chancla yielding candidate, that would be funny. That would be hilarious. Hilarious. Mr. A. Mr. A.
including your Donald Trump. So, so do y'all believe? Here's the, all right. Let me just stop messing around. <clears throat> Here's one clip that I wanted to play and get people's thought about how apparently everybody complains about sending money to other countries. <clears throat> Everybody's complaining. Like oh, you hear this from every pot, even myself. Hey, why do we need to send money to these other countries and not put it here where it counts in the United States? Why did I give myself a little twang there? I don't know. But anyway, why do the other countries got to get our money? I don't know. It doesn't matter. That was sucky. But <clears throat> I found this perspective, obviously, on TikTok. I don't know how accurate it is. It's just a person saying it. They didn't give out any credentials. I don't know if they're an economist. But it was a different perspective that I was that I haven't heard. So I just want to know what your thoughts might be. As a white man, it's not that way, you just idiot. Just a quick reminder. Donald Trump's form. So do y'all believe that we should send $40 billion to Ukraine? Sure, why not? I don't know why Americans are pissed off. $40 billion to another country? Do the citizens of America truly not understand the politics, the government of America that governs them? Are we so sending that we think that we generate so much fucking money that the government taking $40 billion to give to Ukraine is a big fucking deal? We really feel that we're important, huh? No one's even taken into consideration that the $40 billion that is going to Ukraine isn't even coming out of our fucking pockets. We're not losing a dime. We're not losing a fucking penny. Furthermore, us staying financially connected to Ukraine ensures that Russia depletes all of its resources. So in the grand scheme of things, they can't link up with China, who's actually given Russia 25-year-old weaponry that the Russians sold to China 30 fucking years ago. Plus, if we were to pull out of Ukraine, we would be in a recession. The fact that we're financially connected to Ukraine ensures that the military industrial complex, Johnson & Johnson, Boeing, and all the major stockholders in this country keeps this economy afloat. You know why? Because the fucking people can't. Yet we have this, this attitude like, you're taking our fucking money. Who gives a fuck? What are you going to do about it? Absolutely nothing. Maybe Timothy McVeigh, he took the fucking face off a goddamn federal building because he was pissed off at the government, but no one has done anything. People think they're so fucking important that the money that is going to another fucking country is coming out of their fucking pockets. It shows that none of you motherfuckers are truly connected into the intricate workings and the financial dealings of the United States government. So people are like, oh God, oh, $40 billion, oh. I'm gonna share something with you. I want you to take this number I want you to minus 40 billion and look at this money scheme right here. And hopefully you guys can shut the fuck up. The United States is the world's top arms exporter, which means it leaves with 2020 sales from leading US producers reaching $285 billion. It's a lucrative business, but arms trades is also part of Washington's foreign policy. It's used to support the U.S. allies and leverage in international agreements and even to help one side over another during a conflict. So is it safe to say that the money that's going to Ukraine and its efforts are coming from the $280 billion? 
Or are you Americans so drunk on your patriotism and your Americanism that you think you're so important that we as a country generate $40 billion and it's coming out of our social security? It's coming out of my paycheck. Get over your fucking selves. The government has shown you time and time again that they don't give a fuck about you. What in the fuck makes you think they're going to take money they know you don't have? Good God, enjoy the rest of your fucking day. All right, that's a bit of a smack in the face with a coffee. But a lot of people say it's it's wrong. It is. Boo. But like I say, I'm the one trying to see other perspectives. That's the difference. I try to see other sides of things. Not many other people do. But I'm just trying to figure out. So then that just leads me to believe that it's just corporations that are raising their prices just for the sake of raising prices because they want to make their money back or they're trying to make more of a profit from the loss that they supposedly had in excuse me in the last i don't know two three years so by saying that it's not coming out of our pocket so that money that we go back into corporations that probably feed back into the government is technically not the same. Or now, if you was just to tell me we're just printing money out of thin air to send to Ukraine, then okay, I believe it probably is not coming out of people's pockets. But... I guess inflation in a way does make it come out of your pocket whether you think so or not. I I don't know if I'm wrong or right. I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm trying to see I'm trying to see where the logic is. Because if we weren't dishing out money, then there would be no need for higher taxes, I think, to fund these systems. I I don't know. But, hey, that's another perspective. I just wanted to see where, uh, you know, what where other people's head is at on it. Maybe it's both, says Dude Sean. Maybe. No more conflicts. I wish we could all live in a kumbaya society. But, unfortunately, that's not the case. And that never will, that never will be the case. Not only is it fun to blow stuff up. <laughs> it's profitable, which is probably going to be the reason why. I don't know. Maybe it's another conspiracy. Who knows? The whole BRICS event that happened. I don't know the, the country's acronyms. I, I guess is it Brazil, Russia, India? Is it China? And South Africa? The I think they're inviting some other countries as well, probably Saudi Arabia, or was it the last S, Saudi Arabia? I don't know. So from my understanding, they might be trying to, or they might, if I understand it correctly, they're going to be hooking arms in a kumbaya fashion to get rid of, I guess, the United States hold on on being the dominant currency. I think this has something tied to 
cryptocurrency. I'm not sure. But that's the general consensus on the conspiracy thought side of things. And I, I don't know why. If I was in audio, if I was in video, I just did the Nixon piece <laughs> quotations. But I am not a crook. The government is. So the so that might be a thing. I don't know. Apparently, they gave out a date too. I believe January first, twenty twenty four. I don't know. You check whatever that means. But just do your own research, bricks. Let's see. Let me just do it right now. Let's see. The cone of silence. The one thing I like about it is that I can always edit these uh, long pauses in post. Can you explain to me bricks and what January 1st, 2024 is significant for? Searching for bricks. Searching for January 1st, 2024 significance. Brick is a type of construction material. Oh, you dumb. All right. That didn't work out in my favor. Let's see. What is the connection between Brazil, Russia, India, China? I think it's China. BRICS. Searching for Brazil, Russia, India, China connection. <laughs> Brazil, Russia, India, and China are collectively known as the BRIC countries. The term BRIC was coined in 2001 by Jim O'Neill, a British economist at U.S. megafirm Goldman Sachs to capture the collective power of these major economies on the world stage. These countries are considered to be at a similar stage of newly advanced economic development and are distinguished by their large, fast-growing economies and significant influence on regional and global affairs. In 2011, South Africa joined the group, adding the S to BRICS. The BRICS countries represent more than a third of the world's population and a growing proportion of global GDP. Is there anything else you would like to know? Who are going to join BRICS and what does the January 1st, 2024 date mean for them? Searching for BRICS new members. Searching for BRICS January 1st, 2024 significance. The BRICS Economic Coalition of Emerging Markets has decided to extend membership invitations to six nations, South African President and current BRICS Chair Cyril Ramaphosa said Thursday. The six countries that have been invited to join the BRICS bloc are Argentina, Egypt, Ethiopia, Iran, Saudi Arabia, and the United Arab Emirates. The membership of the new entrants to the BRICS economic grouping will become effective on January 1, 2024. Is there anything else you would like to know? All right. And of course, fair use coming in with the save in the chat for those who want to read it. <clears throat> 11 nation block. Wow. Okay. I guess in a way, I don't know, fair use. Correct me if I'm wrong. Does it make it better that we still support Ukraine for that same reason or are those two totally different things I don't know <clears throat> I don't know if those are two totally different things that type of thing might be inevitable where it might crush the the economy in the United States 
Fair use is different in my opinion. Okay. All right. USA is covering up who? Oh, that's a P word that I don't like. <clears throat> but yeah, so those two things might not be the same. But because maybe it's done by design. As the currency, I believe, in the United States dwindles, I think. This is just me speculating an opinion. I'm not an economist. I'm just a dumb little podcaster here. In the world, prices are going to go up here in the United States. So I think if you think prices are bad now, they might get worse around that time. I don't know. I don't know. Because nobody's going to want to to work with us. They're like, why, should, why would we need to work with you guys? We got these people over here. I don't know. I don't know. Freyu says, or maybe you have countries that want to collaborate without the U.S. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, without the U.S. They just want to, they want to be like, you know what, man? You guys, <clears throat> we don't want to, you're too toxic for us. We don't like this toxic behavior. We don't like the the narcissism that you guys have here in the United States. We're just going to excommunicado you and do our own thing over here, okay? Yeah. That leaves us with uh, working with whoever wants to stay working with us. And whoever doesn't want to tote that, that uh, line over there. Mama Bear says, uh, U.S. District Judge, oops, U.S. District Judge Anne M. Donnelly filed an order. Garnishment? Garnishment? On Wednesday to R. Kelly. What? What does that mean? And Universal Music Group to pay the court. According to documents obtained by the USA Today, by the USA Today, the payment is the gotta scroll up here is the remaining balance on his restitution bill as of August 15. What does that mean? A Universal, oops, Universal Music Group has 10 days from the receipt. For the for the order of, oh man! So what, what's going on with R. Kelly? Like he has to pay back the victims, or what? It was on your news, okay? What if he can't pay? Huh? <clears throat> Somebody's got to pay. Maybe those whoever collects his royalties. Maybe. Does he still get royalties? That is interesting. That is interesting. I don't know. It's for him to pay his victims. Okay. Yeah. If he can't pay, he's in prison, right? He's in prison. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> and, a, and a pedo. Yeah. I don't know who. I don't know who else has to flip the bill for that one. Isn't there like a money system in jail? If you stay working in there for a certain amount of time, you're like paying off something. Or is that? That's probably not it. No one's making license plates. They still do that anymore? Oh my God, you're killing me. All right. What can you tell me about R. Kelly paying off 
I don't know. Paying off victims? Searching for, are Kelly paying off? Kelly will soon be able to pay off his current restitution bill. According to TMZ, Universal Music Group's upcoming payout to R. Kelly would be $567,444.19, more than enough to cover his remaining bill of $506,950.26. Before the remainder would make its way elsewhere, UMG will now direct a check to his restitution. Is there anything else you would like to know? Wow. There you go. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's plenty. I guess I'm killing Ralph with all the words. Yes, Mama Bear. Yes. I had a headache last night, and it's still there today. Man. Maybe it's, a, it's that new strain of COVID going around. Oh, man. Apparently, there's a, there's a new strain of COVID. Oh, let it, let it begin. Let it begin. But hopefully... With a jab or exposure, the CDC says, people should be okay. But I don't know. Suicide rate. Oops, that's not it. U.S. government officials on Wednesday started cracking down on the co-founders of the virtual. So here's some crypto news. I feel like putting that out there because why not? I did the effort and getting the article. Let's just put that out. I guess another crypto company got pinched for fraud indictments upon indictments last year scientists unveiled last year US scientists government. unveiled the most complete gapless last year scientists u.s government officials on wednesday started cracking down on the co-founders of the virtual currency mixer tornado cash just days after a federal judge decided that the government had the authority to sanction them Treasury's Office of Foreign Assets Control sanctioned Roman Semenov, one of the three co-founders of Tornado Cash, for allegedly supporting the North Korean hacking organization, Lazarus Group, among other things. Also Wednesday, the Justice Department unsealed an indictment charging Semenov and Tornado Cash co-founder Roman Storm with conspiracy to commit money laundering, operating an unlicensed money transmitting business and other crimes. Storm was arrested Wednesday by federal officials. Tornado Cash and other mixing services combined various digital assets, including potentially illegally obtained funds with legitimately obtained funds, so that illegal actors can obscure the origin of the stolen funds. Tornado Cash was sanctioned in August 2022, accused of helping to launder more than $7 billion worth of virtual currency since its creation in 2019. Treasury says Tornado Cash's systems were used, among other things, to launder more than $96 million drawn from the June Harmony blockchain bridge theft and August Nomad crypto firm heist. Federal prosecutors also charged Semenov and Storm with violating the sanctions against Tornado Cash. The penalties and arrests come after U.S. District Judge Robert Pittman decided Aug. 17 that Treasury did not overstep its authority in sanctioning Tornado Cash. A group of crypto investors brought a lawsuit against Treasury in September 2022, alleging that Treasury overstepped its authority in sanctioning Tornado Cash. The sanctions faced strong pushback from the crypto industry, which argued that the sanctions opened the door to limiting Americans' usage of privacy software. The third co-founder of Tornado Cash, Alexei Pertsev, was arrested in August 2022 on money laundering charges in the Netherlands. Last May, the U.S. sanctioned North Korean digital currency mixing firm Blender.io, which the country allegedly uses to launder stolen virtual currency and support cybercrimes. So fair use 
You, they're saying that they were supporting Chinese Chinese hackers. Is that what that is? That's rough. I don't know. Oh, North Korean hackers. Sorry, North Korean hackers. If he had read it slower, we would have believed it was him. You have to do it on a timely fashion. Because if not, we'll be here forever. We'll be here forever. Yeah, man. I I, I hope that uh, they crack down on some, some uh, hackers. Because ugh, we all need our digital digital space safe yeah man yeah man i might need to do a little search and see how many times i say yeah man yeah man <laughs> too many yeah I yeah man all right <clears throat> let me just get this out of the way let's see if i i thought i had it here no uh, that's it that's it for today guys thank you everybody for tuning in and hanging out with us for a coffee with rw and I hope you guys have a blessed weekend. And remember, stay safe, have your supplements, and be careful out there because there's some shenanigans happening. Shenanigans. Remember to check out uh, WESN, the Epic Strategies Network. Go to epicstrategiesnetwork.com and uh, click that link to join our Patreon to help support for better reading for, for RW. Get me hooked on phonics. Lord knows I need it. Remember, stay humble, stay hungry, and you'll always be blessed. Take care. Peace.